What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do unto others as I have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt. Facade. And now I see, dearie me, what an asshole this would be. I'm out of luck, don't give a fuck, cause you're the cunt, not me. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 if I stink and cunt. Say it ain't true, but I'm gonna tell you, you're a motherfucking cunt. You are a cunt, 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 motherfucking cunt. Everybody knows from the head to your toes, you're a And following this page, you'll see five different instances where this person's medical record, you see at the very top, 2014, at Rowan ACH Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization by Moderna. Now, I'm not suggesting, well, I guess I am suggesting, that we, maybe we should ask why it is that this, uh, this soldier was apparently seen five times in 2014 
for COVID-19 immunization. Now, I again, I don't, I'm not going to go out and tell you that this proves that this was built five, ten years ago or that the timeline was entirely fraud. I'm going to tell you that we ought to look into it. And if we're going to ask questions, we ought to ask real questions. Our DOD and CIA were involved with this. To what extent? How long has this been involved? This was created in a lab in one of the greatest enemies to the United States of America. Let me talk to you. Yeah, 69, wine and dine, me and everyone else. Because it's the 69th episode of the Conspiracy Underground News Team. And we had a special bean of the week. Matt from The Great Deception jumped in and uh, helped share some uh, conspiratorial news and the breakdown there of it. So uh, sit back and enjoy this episode. Links will be in the bio uh, or the show notes, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. So go to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three, five and $10 tier. Uh, $5 is the best bang for your buck. $10 is a super supporter. $3. That only gets you the Wednesday episode in its entirety. Uh, but $5 gets you everything else. So shout out to, uh, the $10 Patreons. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. And this will be, yeah, this will be. You won't see cunt until after uh, the gobble gobble day. So hopefully everybody out there gets a full belly on turkey, some stuffing, you know, whatever it is you guys make and and eat and throw down. Man, have fun with it and just enjoy the day. And, uh, you know, if it's with family, if it's not, if it's with friends, just enjoy it. And, uh, you know, eat that hot meal and take a nap. So so they say. Now, uh, well... Let's talk about the pets. You know, you might have a pot-bellied pig. You might have a cat. You might have a dog. You might have a snake. I don't know if snakes can use this, but hey, that's where Pure Pet Wellness comes in with all their joint issues, anxiety issues, and their 100% American-owned and operated and American-sourced CBD oils, balms, and tinctures. So go to purepetwellness.com, surf around, see what products you, you want to get. Uh, you can use them on yourself on, uh, as a topical um, I, I have for some knee issues and what have you and man uh, it's been the only thing that has cut through any of the pain and, and inflammation and if you enter Ghost to Checkout you get 20% off your entire order again Ghost to Checkout 20% off your entire order at purepetwellness.com now the Conspiracy Soap at dangerousworldpodcast.com the order is in the works okay there was a big misunderstanding and what have you so we're, we're getting there hopefully they will be in our hands and ready to order in time for the holiday season okay we're going to keep two of the og scents and we're adding two new ones and i think you'll really like the two new ones uh, i'm currently using one of them man i love it uh i it's, it's by far i think my favorite scent so far that i've used and i've used a lot of the scents from this company over the past few years so yeah can't wait till we get them in stock also have something else coming in the works down the road so maybe look for that and listen for that but other than that sit back pop a bottle of champagne get nakey nakey and wine and dine and 69 yourself to the 69th episode of the conspiracy underground yeah 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the Tag Team Champion of the podcast world. I'm the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me is Ryan, the radical one, the scissor cutting, the bending of time, reality, and all things space, the right lip, Ryan Dean. And joining us is the bean of the week himself from the Great Deception Podcast, Matt T. How are you? Doing great, my friend. I, I prefer to go by the moist bean. Ooh, moist bean. Moist Mr. Bean. M. Bean, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. Moist bean it is. As long as it's still a moist flicker bean. bean. Yeah, you have to be a bean. And I always feel like, dude, I always <laughs> feel like people are going to think that, like we're calling him a Mexican or something. Like, I always think that, but it's it's flicking the bean, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah if you can't figure it out by now... You, you know, you need a little help. It's not like this is episode two here. This is <laughs> what'd you say, sixty nine goes? Sixty nine. Sixty nine, a big one. Yes. A big yeah. one, by the way. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to get into some stuff and we brought on a great guest who uh it was kind of an accident on your part, Ghost. You had invited Matt and uh you know what a great guest to have on for a big six nine. I think mm-hmm. it's perfect. Yeah, I originally uh sent out the invitation last week. But he was traveling and was with family and stuff. And he's like, how about next week? And I was like, that works perfect. And I started throughout the middle of the week. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, shit, this is fucking episode 60 fucking nine. So a huge deal, huge deal in the in the cunt world, uh, so to speak. But uh, yeah, so I sent a group text. And what does Matt send back? But a nice picture of a, a ball cap that says wine, dine and 69. Lovely hat. Yeah, we need to get those actually some merch for the show. Yeah, definitely. But uh yeah, man. I mean, uh, we always bullshit up front here. Matt, what did you get into this weekend? Did you do anything fun? You see any good movies? Do anything cool? What's up? Uh, Saturday is always a day with my son. So I picked him up early in the morning. Uh, we had to take the dog for a bath because I have a hundred pound shepherd and she doesn't exactly fit in a normal bathtub. So we take her down to the pet shop and, and, and give her a bath and all that fun stuff. And then, uh, Watched a little uh, AEW wrestling oh. last night with my son. They had a big pay-per-view event, and uh, it was a blast, man. Absolute blast. Dude, I bet that's fun when you have a kid that's into that, right? Because, like, dude, I, and, and no one out there take this the wrong way. I feel like when grown-ass men are watching that and they don't have kids, there's something off upstairs. Like, you got to mm. have – and I know that you enjoy it personally too, Matt – but you probably also enjoy it a lot more because you have your son to enjoy it with. I don't, you don't seem like the dude that would be watching this shit and going to events. If you didn't have a child that was into it. No, I stopped watching it around puberty um, <laughs> and then picked it up. I probably about five years ago now when my son got back into it yeah. and he was, he was about five at the time. And one of his little buddies at daycare was into John Cena. So we started watching some highlights then that led to watching raw and that led to watching smackdown and now we go we went <laughs> last two weeks ago we went to uh an event up here in in massachusetts and then in two weeks we're going to providence rhode island for a show oh. so it's it's awesome but i agree a hundred and ten percent about the other part that you said because my old man has been watching wrestling and never taken a break and <laughs> There is something off there. <laughs> yeah, but he comes. That's funny. I mean, he comes from ahead. the old school, man. I mean, back when they didn't get paid shit, you know what I mean? And it, it was like all those special little territories, and and to look back on it now is kind of nostalgic. But like for us, but we still don't really grasp 
how it was for our, our parents' generation watching it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I think it's cool. I did see that the uh, the Down Syndrome Queen herself made her debut in AEW. So congratulations, Ronda fucking Rousey. Oh, yeah. I think she's got like fetal alcohol syndrome or something. I don't think it's Downs. Okay. She's got something. If you ever have time, go back and watch that Holly Holm fight where she gets her ass beat by this yeah. chick that had no business beating her up. Dude. Right. She just gets kicked to the face. Yeah. And I mean, like, even before pound. that, she gets oh, she dropped got pounded a couple the times. whole fight. Yeah. Wild, dude. And I remember that pay-per-view because my uncle actually bought it when he was still around, you know, and he was still alive. And, um, you know, with the wrestling, I think it's a generational thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there's, like, there's people... Like like Matt said, like you stopped in if you're kind of in the age of like forty to thirty now, maybe fifty, right? You're stopping watching at a certain point, like you said, when you hit puberty. But the younger kids today, like your son, might watch this his entire life, and I don't think that that would be weird because they're kind of changing it. Everyone knows it's fake. We didn't know it was fake when we were little. We thought that it was 100% real, mm-hmm. right? Unless I'm just slower than everybody. But we thought that it was real, dude. We're like, holy shit. And then when you find out that it's fake, it takes a little while because you're like, no, I can't be fake. Look what they're doing. They're bleeding. They're really bleeding. Like, this is, this is real shit. And then you start realizing, like, okay, it is absolutely fake. And then you get out of it. But I think it's different with the younger and the older generations with that. But, yeah, man, it's uh, it's strange to me. My dad's never been into it. Yeah, and and if anybody that is into it, Vice, the Vice Network does some great uh, documentaries mm. called one's called the Do- uh, Dark Side dark of side Wrestling. Of, yeah, Dark Side and of the Ring. Probably, yeah, oh yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. And then there's another one. I just started watching it today, and it was about the Territories Ghost. Okay, so it broke down. Each show was like an hour long, and it was the separate territories. And whole we'll talk about some wild stories that went on back in the day. Oh. I and mean, we're talking. Guns drawn, knives, you know, just crazy shit. One of my favorite episodes was the one that they did on Bruiser Brody and how he died down in, uh, I forget, it was South America somewhere. I don't know if it was Puerto Rico or, or something, but he, he, he went down and ended up getting getting killed and shit. And it's like, holy fuck. And then, then you look back and you're like, you know, I have a very small memory of, of Bruiser Brody. Like he wasn't, he was on the verge of being a star. But if he would have lived, I think he would have, I, I don't know, I think he would have been the Goldberg before Goldberg uh, ever existed and probably maybe might have not blown up Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 he, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of <laughs> should have, would have, could have. But, yeah, those dark sides of the ring and the one on Chris Benoit's good. Uh, they're, they're, they're all good, in my opinion. They're all good. Yeah. Absolutely, man. They're and they're worth it. You know, if anybody that's into it, it, it brings you back to the old old times and it's cool now because a lot of that stuff is on I know all the WWE and slash WWF stuff is on the Peacock Network. Mm-hmm. So you can go on there and watch all the old stuff, which is really cool. My son enjoys that. Um AEW is supposedly signing a deal with Max. And Ooh. all of their old stuff would be on there, which would include like Ring of Honor, which is where Ronda Rousey is right now, and their main shows, which, you know, right now is giving WWE a run for their money, which is pretty impressive in this day and age and how established WWE is. You know what it reminds me of is back in the day, in the late 90s, you were either a Raw fan or you were a Nitro fan. 
And that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's like the rebirth of WCW. You know, you have the big talent, you know, going over there, rebranding. Re- like, like I, I, I don't really watch a lot of it, um, but I do like how uh, Billy Ray Dudley uh, turned himself into Bully Ray. You know what I mean? He's not the goofy glasses wearing. Now, don't get me wrong. They were pretty some extreme wrestlers, but... I don't know the the character changes and modifications. They're pretty good, and I see that uh, Edge came back, and I was always a kind of a fan of Edge. You know, even when he started with the Brood and the whole uh, vampire type of story and what have you back in the day. But no, it's all it's all good. So enough about wrestling. What else did you get into, Matt? Yeah, I was going to say I think that we're <laughs> going to have to give up our balls if we keep talking about this too long here. But um, no, man, I, I I think that it's funny, man. I, it, the culture around it's awesome, dude. I think that. Like I said, it's just fun. Like it's just, it seems cool. Dude, I was, it's you, so comical to go to a show though. I, because I bet, dude. It, I've never seen more like grown men on the spectrum walking around with championship belts, like right. they are the world champion, <laughs> yeah. and more people that struggle to fit in a normal seat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ICP concert, dude. That's what it seems yeah, like, yeah. right? Insane clown posse. Yep. I, you know me, dude. I always think of the South Park episode where it's like, holy shit, this guy can really wrestle, and it's just acting, yeah. right? Like <laughs> the whole time. But um, yeah, man, it's. Uh, I'm glad that you guys have that. You and like if a dad and his son needs something like yeah. that, dude. Yeah, like, and, something and that's just to to add to a little stick with the cunt theme. We added some uh, homemade pizza and buffalo wings last night. Oh, that was the uh, the food for the wrestling event. Nice. That's a perfect food too. Do you make the wings? Yeah, well, yeah. Buy a party pack and then we uh, deep fry, uh, marinate them overnight, and then season them again. And before we throw them in the fryer. Nice. Hell you yeah! Go, you go like buffalo hot, garlic. I go hot. He goes mild. Okay. He'll get there. He'll get there. We usually either mix it up with a little blue cheese, some ranch on mm. the side, some he loves celery, so we always have celery and stuff like that. So sounds like a fucking good week. And probably had a more fun than Ghost and I both, but what'd you get into, Ghost? <laughs> well I just came off a really shit like boring day myself. But what'd you get into? Well my day today today was pretty fucking lazy. I've been I've been nursing a, a fucking uh a knee injury all week, hobbling hobbling along, but Long story Is short, your right knee as well. My right knee is kind of busted. It's up. my left this time. Ah, uh, so hey, it's a say, Pisces dude, thing. If you, if you just said your right knee is bothering you, I'm going to lose my mind because about two hours ago, mine just started acting up out of nowhere, and I'm uh, like, ah, oh, like tomorrow's going to be fun. Uh huh. It's the weather change. I bet. Yeah. That yeah, it started off like <sighs> my one dog. The coon hound. He, I woke up. He, he flopped on it on kind of side, like sideways, but like on top of it, and kind of bent it backwards in my sleep. And I woke up. I was like, ah, fucking scared the shit out of him. He scared the shit out of me. And it, it, it hurt the next day. But what really started hurting was the days after when the knee itself started to kind of heal. But my calf muscle and my lower quad from compensating on walking, you know, and I had it in the knee brace and everything fucking muscles hurt like crazy but anyway enough about that and me being retarded uh don't worry once this one heals something with my right leg or foot will will start next so they 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 just what happens when you're a peak athlete like yourself man you're always a little tweaked always you know you're going up for those nice end zone touchdown grabs and uh you know just sometimes you get hit hard but uh no yesterday 
Uh, Friday, Friday wasn't much. Had to get up super early on, on Saturday. Uh, had to take the wife's car up to the Hyundai dealership to get a couple recalls done on it and it, and look into the oil consumption on it. So what did we do? I had only ever been to this store once in my life. And I was like, let's go over to this store and become members. You are now looking at a proud member of a Sam's Club ownership. And holy sounds like a good idea if you've only been there once. That's I was a phenomenal, and it was like twenty investment. some years ago. Like it was like once I got yeah. out of the military. So we walked around there probably for God almost three hours, and there was one item I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass for not getting. It was fifty bucks, but it was five different wing sauces from First We Feast, and it featured the Apollo. Uh. And I was oh, like, you had the hot, the hottest one in there, the, the the first hottest one, the the first one, the Apollo, the not the newest one that they they just came okay. out with, but it was the the OG hottest one. And I'm holding it. Yeah, I think you're okay then. But yeah, but it's man, I was just like, now I'm kind of like, man, I wish I would have got that. But you know, all in all, all around great great time. You know, God, you just scan the shit on your your phone, you. You check out on your phone. You walk out through the fucking door. You don't even have to go through a self-checkout. They scan a couple items. Yep, yep, you're good to go. See you. Have a good day. And I'm like, man. Oh, dude, I'd have a field day. I'd have a field day in there, man. Well, let me tell you. We got this rotisserie chicken, okay? Now, normally in our grocery stores, these rotisserie chickens are like maybe a little bit bigger than a capon. They're not huge, right? And they're usually like six, seven bucks. This fucker was like three, almost four times the size of that for four ninety eight. Interesting. I was. Shocked. You wonder what kind of meat that is, though. Probably heavily steroid, steroided uh, chicken meat. But yeah, I've, I've curbed my meat purchasing from Walmart now. Purchasing in quotes. I, I don't really get meat from there anymore. Mm-hmm. No, but it's narnar, narnar. But all in all, great, great time. It it, it was fun, and then today I just kind of. I don't know. I didn't really do much. I wanted to rest the knee. Watched a, I'm watching a new series that I think you guys might like. It's a little into the future, but dystopian. And uh, there's some things in there that if you go back, I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. But it's called The Peripheral. And it's on uh, it's on uh, Prime as one of their their series. And it's it's pretty good. And it, it kind of it starts Lovely. out playing off the... Uh, going into like the virtual reality you know uh playing a video game you're a sim yeah this and that but it it goes a step further and it it takes place in like 2035 so it's a little bit scientific futuristic but it it, it's pretty good i like it so far so Mm. like a good sci-fi yeah um dude i i just got back from a family baby shower you guys been in one of those before Oh, baby shower like the yeah. the trans uh, what do they call it not transsexual uh i would have taken one sex. of these yeah i mean yeah dude <laughs> it was rough and you know i love my family but man uh matt i see you making a face like dude they're dull what was it did you go full gender reveal or no no and i you know i i want to like those but i feel like everyone does them just because of the internet right yeah. mm-hmm so yeah, they, everybody does it for their Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. Right. I saw a funny one where 
where like the wife <laughs> was holding like a punching bag and the, the kid was like a you know wannabe MMA fighter or some shit and he's punching this bag that she's holding and he can't break it <laughs> it was so funny dude I like the fails I will say the fails are great but no this one was nice you know it, it's just the games like the forced games I, I mostly feel bad for the couples when they're you know up there and they're you know it's awkward that the, these are younger in, the, in their early 20s so it's awkward you know what i mean getting up there and the the wife's pregnant the first game that we play is you have to get you get a measuring tape and you have to guess how the size big of the around. penis no oh. no i would have i would have <laughs> uh no and you know what it, it's funny though you have you guess the size of her belly and it's a lose-lose situation, right? You lose the game or you go too big and you, you make her feel like she's fatter than she really is, right? right. Uh, me and my dad were joking. It'd be so hilarious if there was like a, a like an old pervert man that was like a dead ringer at these games and was just able to guess all the baby shower games, but he's like an old sweaty dude. He's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's 82 centimeters right there. Like every time, you know, just nailing him. Like an old school cornhole master. Dude, yeah, it was rough. So that was the first game, and we're just going through all these games. And um, like I said, I love everyone there and stuff, but it was, it's just rough, dude. It's all so forced, and you're just watching them open their presents, and half the people are paying attention, half them aren't. It's just a weird situation. So that was the highlight of my weekend, and uh, just got decimated in UFC betting. So luckily we got a week off from that next week, so I won't lose more money. But I've had two rough weeks, so yes. i got to turn it around here. I do want to add one okay. thing. On the way back, we stopped at a like a little hidden treasure restaurant to get some uh, some food. And I was going to get steak or a burger or whatever. Well, their their special was f- uh, deep fried haddock, and I was kind of like, and I'm normally not a guy that will get fish when haddock's the only fish I'll eat anyway. But I saw them deliver the table next to us this this haddock. I was like, I'm getting it. And the wife's like, Yeah, I think I might too. This haddock took up. Okay, a normal uh, dish or a plate is usually about 10 inches in a restaurant, or if they're oval, maybe 12. It took up the whole fucking side of the plate. I mean, this I couldn't even finish the whole thing, and it was phenomenal. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, the wife actually did out-eat me on that one. I was shocked. Yeah, man. You got to put your balls in her purse after that. I did. I, I put them in her mouth, too, but... No, I'm just kidding. Good for you. No, I'm kidding. That's good. But no, well, let's crack into the news here. We got a lot of news to get into, well, right? I'm assuming. Matt, did you did you bring any clips along with you here? Oh, I've got quite a few. If you guys need any, actually, okay. well, no, I want to. I, I think maybe we try something out a little different for the 69th episode. Maybe we rotate. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll play one. Maybe Ghost plays one. Maybe Matt plays one. We do it that way. Matt, you can go in the middle. I know Ghost. Sometimes it takes you a minute to get uh, uh, TikTok up and shit like that. So. Whatever order we want to go in, but I've got a few. Okay. I've got a few fun ones. Um, the usual suspects sending in some great stuff for me here. Um, there's a couple new dudes. There's this guy, uh, 49er Gang, that sent in some really interesting stuff. I don't know where to start, though, man. I'd like to hopefully get through all of these. I-, I think maybe we'll start with something that might be up Matt's alley here. And you might be familiar with this, but the 13th mm. month theory. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of this? Yeah. Well, it's not okay. actually a theory. It's a fact. Right, it is a fact according to 1775, I think, is when this Bible was around. But this is a fun one, man. It's pretty cool. At some point, a human being decides that you're not smart enough to know the truth. And so this right here is the Bible from 1775 telling us that we used to have 13 months 
Vader is the 13th month. Vader. And this is the other truth. Oh, no, it's up his music, now. by the way. But. We are living in sin by going to church on Sunday. Okay? Sunday is the first day of the week. Sunday is the first day of the week. The Sabbath is Saturday. Days of the week. First day of the week, Sunday. Second day, Monday. Look at that. Seventh day or Sabbath, Saturday. Can you believe this? Two, these are two things I heard recently on TikTok. Oh, there's 13 months in the year. And I was like, what? And then they start thinking about stuff like, okay, what does October mean? Well, that means the eighth month. What does December mean? D deck 10. It's the 10th month. You know, so it's like all these, you start thinking about it like, geez, September, what's Sep? Seventh, you know? And it also, Nove, November. What's Nove? Nine. It's the ninth month. And now I have it right here in my 1775 Bible. Yeah, like I said, the, the the music made me feel like we're in a reading rainbow episode. But I mean, the 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 facts there, man, that's pretty fucking interesting, Matt. This seems like shit that you probably covered before. What do you think about that show? Oh, the calendar is obviously one of the tools they've used to uh, manipulate us, to disconnect us from the natural order of things. Um, and actually, it, there's an interesting guy out there right now, a guy named Tom Sherman, who is creating his own calendar. And basically, he breaks it up based on five seasons mm. and goes from there. So there's there's five equal seasons, um, and it makes a lot more sense than, uh, you know, the calendar that we go by today. And, yeah. you know, and, and the top, you know, you throw another layer into that. What did we just go through? Daylight savings. <laughs> you know, that's another way where they throw off the natural order of things you know right. and and you ask any any i mean i live in farm country out here and you ask any farmer hey is does daylight savings help you and they're like no the animals don't know whether your clock says four o'clock or six o'clock it's five o'clock to them and mm -hmm. it's time to eat and it's time to milk you know so that whole notion and psyop plays along with i think the calendar manipulation to Kind of disconnect us. Well, and you wonder too if there's maybe a thirteenth hour, right? What if there's twenty six hours in a day, and and we do, or maybe there's thirteen hours in a day, or something like that? Because the reason, like, I'm wondering what the significance of twelve is, right? We've got the twelve on the clock, we've got the twelve months, the twelve zodiac, right? It just seems like there's something to the twelve. Three three three. Well, three three three, and then one forty four, the square root, right? Whatever the fuck, I think I don't know if it's backwards or forward, but yeah, 144 with the 144,000 people going to heaven and all that stuff. But it is just interesting that uh, that time manipulation. I thought it was cool, and I do like that it's called Vader as well. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Darth Vader. It was interesting. Right. Um, I don't know who wants to go next, man. It's up to you guys. I'll let the bean of the week go. The, the moist bean, that is. All right. The flickable well, we bean. We will go here, and this is playing off what you guys talked about last week remember you talked about the woman with two uterus yes. Yes. this this woman supposedly not only has two uterus but two vaginas what, uh, what a dream come true this is mind-blowing and th and and think about the possibilities here i mean this is this is just overwhelming so i wonder if she's twice as bitchy by the way 
Oh, imagine that two separate oh, flows. Yeah, two separate possible. ones. I didn't. Yeah, but there's but but there's always an escape route. <laughs> no, yeah, that there is. True. Beautiful brown so, eye. All right, let's it, check it out. Can you hear it? If you can turn it up. We can hear it. Having two vaginas is getting mine because it's always a bit of an experimentation to try and figure out what feels good. My right vagina is my favorite, so I keep that at the top for my husband's, and my left vagina, I don't really like to so I use that for looking with other people. Weird. What? <laughs> I, I, I use mean, my does right, she have an OnlyFans? I use my right There's vagina for my husband, and my left one doesn't husbands. feel that plural oh husbands. she said husbands said. oh okay yes and then she goes my left vagina i don't like that all that much so I, I i leave that for filming yep i wonder if she takes equal good care of both yeah one well she could have a a, a variety pack right one is nice freshly trimmed the other may have a runway or a, a full babushka you never know mm-hmm. I'm oddly turned on by this. <laughs> I think it might be. possibilities are endless here. I have so many questions. Yeah. yeah it, I want to see it. <laughs> it, it. There's a part of me that wants to see it too. Like, is, is there two separate slits? Is there t- like, is it two full? Don't call it a slit. We've got women that listen to this. That's the worst thing you can call a puss. <laughs> a slit. <laughs> on a show called cunt. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> oh, man. But wow. yeah, like, that's great though. But it's oddly like I'm curious in the, in the way that I hate midgets. Like midgets are weird, but I really don't like them. And and, and it's a strong word. It, it, I just said I really don't like them. I said midgets are weird. Right before that, you said you hated them. Well, <laughs> I, I do. I do. I'm not. I'm not a not a fan. So I don't know. Would I look at this and be like, okay, you freak me out like a midget freaks me out, and. I go to curb stomp it and I don't get my foot back. I don't know. It seems it seems fun. I'm all in. And she's kind of attractive. Kind of. Yeah. You know, she's like a seven. I would have gave her like a five and a half, maybe. Well, ghost, we all can't be as hot as you. Well, you know what I mean? Duh. You, you I mean, reach the pinnacle. I, I am the epitome of man and injury. There is no. Of us have lower standards. So I, know, I had lower standards once, and that's why I don't like midgets. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Ghost? What's your first clip? All right, uh, my first clip, actually, I'm going to play this just from what we received uh, over the week from, oh, I guess I better share my screen first, right? And your sound. And my sound, me being unprofessional here. Um, we had a, uh, a cunt of the week a few weeks back because... Uh, Someone didn't want to, uh, you know, stay awake for the program. <laughs> so okay. this individual made this, and I, I laughed my ass off at it because he, he, he took it in, in, in good humor, good faith, and could recognize where he fucked us. Oh, this is great. Look at me up here, too. Oh. <laughs> you can't hear it. Can you hear that? No. Fuck. You want me to go first? Your audio is really rough. Yeah. If you want to send me the things that you have on Instagram, your audio was doing that last week too for some reason. It was actually here. I'll stop sharing. Bring it up. It's in the it's in the group between me, you, and him. Is where he sent it. But it's fucking hilarious 
<laughs> what he did. It's well done. It, yeah, it, he 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 earned a lot of credit in my eyes for the way he played this off. Man, it was well played. Oh, and you say that you're going to play it this Sunday? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I told him I was like, you should be embarrassed last week, but you know, it was all in good fun. He's a <laughs> he's a good guy. He really is. He you know he's had trouble just like all of us have. My favorite yeah, show. <laughs> I know, dude. I was so fucking mad, but <laughs> and I love how Ghost is like, yeah. Well, well, everybody should get a second opportunity. You're like, no, fuck that. He's dead to me. That's yeah. it. That's it. There's no exceptions. You can't fucking show up to your favorite show and fall asleep. <laughs> no, man. I'll talk to him, and if he ever needed help, God forbid, I would help him. But you know, he's not allowed back on the show. I'll go on his show. He can come on Dangerous World podcast, but never cunt. Never again can he come on cunt. Yeah, penalty box. I still, I still like the guy though. You know, Bradley. If you're listening, <laughs> hit me up, dude. Uh, but you can't come back on the fucking show. <laughs> you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. My cunt of the week's catalyst. Yeah, my cunt's catalyst. No shit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs him the award and just like, fuck it right, I'll embrace it that is funny man no yeah dude uh, like I said there's no real hate there but no. um, you know I'm always a little charged up when we're doing these things so I always gotta I always gotta lean into my personality a little bit here but yeah dude um I actually like a lot of the shit that the dude posts too, by the way. Oh, he yeah. does post some really good content, he does. man. He does. Creates a lot of fun things. He's a good um, graphic designer and shit. So I'll do, I gave him the compliment sandwich there. I said a nice thing, a bad thing, and then a nice thing to make the bad thing seem better. You do that in the corporate world, the, the compliment sandwich. That is brainwashing 101. Well played. Right, right. Okay, so check this out. This is very interesting as well. Uh, homeless people in san francisco getting paid pretty well um not great but you got to think if you don't have bills and you're not paying for food because they're also getting food stamps here this is a decent living that this guy's making and he's living in what would be paradise if people weren't shitting all over the street i mean if we're gonna be realistic they pay me to be homeless here when you said that san francisco pays people to be homeless what did you mean by that <laughs> you mean that literally yeah I mean, I get 620 bucks a month here. From general assistance, or where'd you get, how was that hard to get? Phone call, bro. 200 food stamps and 620 bucks cash at once. Wow. Get about it. Why wouldn't I do it? You know, it's free money, dude. This right now is literally by choice. Literally by choice. Like, why would I want to pay rent? I'm not. I want to say, too, it goes into a movie clip explaining what's going on here as well. Amazon Prime and Netflix on. How do you get rats off an island? Hmm? My grandmother showed me. We buried an old drum and changed the lid. Then we wired coconut to the data spade, and the rats would come for the coconut and they would fall into the drum. And after a month, we've trapped all the rats. But what did you do then? Throw the drum into the ocean. Burn it. You just leave it. And they begin to get hungry. And one by one, they start eating each other. Until there are only two left. Two survivors. And then what? Do you kill them? No. You take them and release them into the trees. 
But now they don't eat coconut anymore. Now they only eat rat. I mean, we're going to be realistic. Interesting, right? Yeah. When COVID... Yeah, yeah I, especially when you think about what they just did too. What what did they do with all the homeless? You know, for, they cleaned the streets supposedly in a matter of almost overnight for uh, the great dictator to show up and roll out the red carpet for him. Biden, you're talking? No, for Xi. Mm-hmm. Xi visited San Francisco last week, and and oh all the homeless disappeared. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, there was a bunch of, I should have clipped one, but there was a bunch of TikToks and, and Instagram reels about, you know, where did they go? Because nobody knows. And for people that may be a little slower to understand, like, what's going on there, <laughs> right? Like, what he's saying is, like, you know, these people, these homeless people, they're out there, they're getting fed. They're the rats in that movie analogy. The homeless people are the rats. They're encouraged to to carry out that behavior. $620 in San Francisco isn't shit, right? Even, yeah. I mean, living in a shitty city, like, you know, middle of the country, um, flyover territory, whatever, that's nothing. $620 plus uh, 200 food stamps, but that'll get you fed, that'll get you your drugs, that'll continue your lifestyle. He also mentioned that he has the phone with Amazon and Netflix on it. Um, those are companies that should be boycotted, man, but it'll never happen because Netflix has a grip on everyone's balls so tight that... I mean, I dude, even I order shit from Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's so convenient. And this is how they're able to do it is because it is the government, right? When people say it's wrong to steal from Walmart or whatever, it's the, it's the same. It's stealing from your government. That's what it is. Um, now, w- what they're saying there is that you, you condition these people to live these homeless lives. And these homeless people are going to get through. They're going to, you know, continue doing what they do, just like the rats eating each other in the box. The strong will survive. And then when you have your your strong homeless people or your strong rats, you let them go out into the wild again. The two rats and they eat rats. They're now your pest control. You don't have to put the boxes out there and catch these people. The rats that you condition to eat other rats will eat other rats. Right mm-hmm. now. If you take this with humans, the humans will go out there and these humans will kill people. Once they stop getting their money, once they stop getting their food, they'll go out there and they'll kill people for you. They'll they'll commit the crimes. Yeah. And we know that the law system needs crime. If if there's zero crime, we don't need any fucking police. We don't need government if there's no crime, right? So, yeah, man, I think it, that I don't know what that movie was. I don't know if either one of you guys do, but it looks phenomenal. I love Harvey or Bourdain too or whatever the hell his name is, but um yeah, it looks looks pretty dope. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it kind of goes right, back man. to the uh, the whole uh, experiment that, that that scientist did with the rats and how, you know, after a while, you know, they the society kind of turned gay and what have you and did, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's fucked up that we're sitting here, maybe, I, maybe it's not fucked up, but we're sitting here talking about it. But this is actually happening to humans, and we're and even my wife kind of said this when we were walking around Sam's Club. We've become so desensitized as as humans to anything that we don't. Okay, and we've you we've talked about this many times on on cunt. You know, we could be sitting here, nuclear bomb if they exist, whatever. Take take your pick. Could go off in New York City, and we get a news alert, and we're sitting here recording cunt. You'd be like, ghost, you all right? Yeah, I don't see nothing yet. Yeah, we're good. Let's just keep recording because we're so fucking desensitized to everything that we don't even care 
Uh, you're what not going to miss dinner yeah. over a nuclear bomb being dropped in New York. No. You know what I mean? Or, like, or homeless guys killing other people for for government officials or or whatever the the, the case may be. So it's, I don't know. It, it's it's sad, but it's a state of what we live in these days. Yeah, that is an interesting point. Is it sad that we live like this? I don't know. It's not an easy yes or no question. No. Could be yeah, sad. These are the yeah. deep questions. Yeah. The deep <laughs> questions here on Guns. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try what and read. What you re- got, Matt? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. All right. We will. Here we go. This goes, this, this ties into what you just were talking about, Ghost, about normalizing shit. Listen to this beauty. You needed a reason to not attend an Ivy League school. A professor at Princeton, Peter Singer, who has been writing about animal rights for decades, recently commended an article to suggest that humans having sex with animals is morally permissible. He tweeted the link to this article saying, this piece challenges one of society's strongest taboos and argues for the moral permissibility of some forms of sexual contact between humans and animals. This article offers a controversial perspective that calls for a serious an open discussion on animal ethics and sex ethics. I just... Even crazier is that this piece was published in the Journal for Controversial Ideas, which, shocker, is edited by this Princeton professor. And he has worked as a professor of bioethics at one of the most prestigious universities in the world, Princeton, since 1999. He still teaches there and has written more than a dozen books on animal rights and ethics. But don't worry, he's still a good person because he's a committed vegetarian. But it's okay to have sex with animals, just not to eat them. Stop pursuing degrees taught by absolute nut jobs and psycho paths. All right, she started stuttering, but that's the end of it anyway. Yori Khan. Oh, is she already the count of the week? No, but he, he, she's not. That I, I'm not saying that dude's going to be cunt of the week, but he's a cunt. Oh, yeah, man, it is. Uh, that is bad. That's um, like obviously pedophilia is the absolute worst thing that a person can do. Bestiality is right behind I, it. What's that? Bestiality is right behind it. Yeah, it, that's what I was going to say. Is it's like a it's a one two. There's a good gap, it's like one and one a. Yeah, you no, know, yeah. it's not that far off, though. Yeah, I I would venture to say I think that it's far worse. <laughs> now, God for you know, I don't have a kid, so I can joke about this. But if I had a kid, I would rather him be a bestiality person over a pedophile. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Obviously, you don't want either because holy shit, that is awful. God, that's I, like the worst question in would you rather? Right, right. Would you rather have a kid that's a that's into animals or kid fucking? But no, I I mean, realistically, dude, like, I understand murder. I absolutely get it. Like, I've never done it. I I don't know if I could ever get there, right? Um, If someone hurt my sister, if someone hurt, you know, my mom or my dad, I probably could, to be honest, pretty quickly. But rape? Or your dogs? Yeah, dude, dogs. He kills one of your dogs, man. Dude, actually... There, there's a funny story. I can maybe tell it at the end or something. But me and some friends 
fucked a dude up for be- just being mean to one of my dogs. My first dog, Z, this is one that passed away. Yeah, you, we beat the fuck out of this dude. Yeah, you told the story once here on Con. Did we, I tell it? Yeah, we can I mean, revisit. We, it. I mean, we we went a little too far with it, to be honest. But I mean, fuck this guy. He deserved it, man. And he's probably in jail or fucking dead or something right now because he was a fucking piece of shit. But yeah, man, what a horrible fucking idea that there's someone out there posting and 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 teaching, not just posting, teaching about like animal rights and people still will see this and what's the worst part is that the left will still see this dude as like morally superior because he's a fucking vegetarian yep mm-hmm. that's what's bad and I'm not trying to get into that right left paradigm thing because there's a lot of fucking creeps on the right too but man that's rough dude good clip man that's fucking sad the world sucks dude <laughs> so <laughs> when you see shit like that you're just like the world sucks so there's it, so much beauty though is it sad that we live here I mean, I I love it, dude. I'm 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 into the chaos. I I wish people wouldn't fuck animals and kids, though. I I don't know why we can't. Like, I don't know. There's so many beautiful women out there. Just yeah, like you know, get close to one of them and bang one. It's not that hard. Uh, so this is a little bit older. I wanted to play it last week, but we didn't get a chance. Hopefully, this works. Hopefully, it does. Quick. The Tough Guy Act and the Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. No, no, stop it. Is that your solutionary poll? No, no, sit down. Sit down. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Chairman. it. Hold it. If hold we can, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. And God knows the American people have enough of contempt but Congress, let's not. I don't like drugs and bullies. You, you have. I don't like you because you described yourself. Hold it. You have the mic. Yeah. You have time. All right. Just say. Then let's do this because I did challenge you and I accepted your challenge, and you went quiet. No, I didn't go quiet. I was. Oh, I was the, you hold challenged the, me to a cage match, no, no, acting no, like a twelve-year-old schoolyard bully. Excuse me. Hold it. No, excuse me. I, I will say. I will say exactly. Senator Mullen, I have the mic. You have questions on any economic issues, anything that's like, go for it. We're not here to talk about physical abuse. You brought. We're not him talking in. about. Of course, and, I did. and let me tell you, let me show you his hearing because I want to. I want to expose this thug to who he is. And you're not pointing me. That's disrespectful. All right. I don't care about respecting you at all. I, respect I don't respect you respect. at all. So all right, hold let, me, let, me, let me hold it. No. You don't want to no, hold it. The most hold it, please. Acted. Please. All right. This is a. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. This is a hearing to discuss economic issues all right if you have questions for mr o'brien or anybody else on what he has said go for it I mean, but we're not here to talk about fights or I'm, anything else i'm quoting exactly what he said you can and say this, what you want this is this is your this is your witness you brought and witness. let me i'm i'm exposing him you can ex- as talk anything you want is. so in no 2013 nope. in 2013 o'brien was suspended by the teamsters for intimidating your own members in 2014, uh, you were um, part of, what would you say, organizing the harassment and intimidation of the top shelf 
crew? Chef, not uh, chef. Oh, top, oh, top, top chef. Okay. And then, uh, and I think in the reports they said sexual racist and homophobic slurs and death threats. 14 tires were sliced and five teamsters were arrested. And you said, well, I had nothing to do with it. But however, in that same statement, you said, but if I get called to, to testify, I'll plead the fifth. This is, this is what, this is a witness you brought in here. In 2017, you were removed as lead negotiator by then President Hoffa for UPS for your actions. And then in 22, when this guy was elected, what he said after he got elected was he wanted to bring the mob mentality back to the Teamsters. This is your guy. And you're obviously going to give him a chance to respond to your questions. Absolutely, absolutely, because this is my question, because you called me out. I didn't call you out. You said any time, any place. Let's get the record straight. Just hold it. No. Hold on. Senator Mullen, do you have a question for the witness? Yeah. Okay, let's let's hear it. So, any time, any place. No, that's April, not. April is a charity event. No, that's not. That's no, not. No, no it's a, he, no. sir, but, he said it, and this is. My he is here to tell. No. parameters on what the questions can or cannot be asked, and I'll ask No, you're not going to, we're not going to be talking about yeah, physical confrontation. This is about charity, for a union charity, because this, this is firefighters. Do you have a question April, on his testimony? April, 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 Senator Mullen, you made some charges. Charges. Mr. Mr. O'Brien, do you want to respond to the question? Yeah, go ahead, questions? please. Yeah, I mean, look, the reality of it is, you Except know, my Mr. Mr. Mullen, tough guy. And answer, yeah. hold it. Answer the questions. All right, you're one. If I, he, he made a lot of statements, right? And his statements are fiction at best. Fiction? I read them. Can he, what? I'll answer the question, please. I can't understand him, to be honest with you. All right. He rambles so much. What was your question, actually? Except, well, you said I made a lot of statements. No, but what's your question? I don't understand your question. Could you repeat it? You said any time, any place. What's your question? Accept the challenge. What challenge? You said any time, any place. I'm accepting yours, so why don't you come What back? challenge? What challenge are you talking April about? April 30th. How about we do it for a charity? At the smoking guns in Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, we're not going to be talking about challenge? physical Oklahoma. confrontations here. You want to fight me? What do you say by any time, any place? Let's have coffee. Discuss our differences. Oh, oh, that's oh. What you yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right. Well, let's say I don't have coffee. Let's I'd do it. To. All right. I'd love to. But the, it's funny how you're back. Okay. Well, I don't back on anything. You did. Oh. You're the one. You're a 100. Senator uh, should be the most influential people in this country, making changes. You're focused on. Okay. You're focused on debate that's not even relevant. You're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. After, after embarrassment to the state of this Oklahoma. hearing is yeah. about the condition of the working class in America. You That's why we're talking. You're the biggest thug here. You brought, you brought him in. Right, you're you're being, the biggest thug. Even look, your colleagues call you. Why are you doing what you're doing? <laughs> <Senator> <laughs> Bernie can't get a handle on it. Thank you very much, Mr. Senator Chair. Hansen, Senator Mullen, please yield. I've been. <laughs> Bring the woman in because she clearly has a bigger dick than Bernie Sanders. Dude, Bernie's bringing that low dick energy right there, man. Stop, oh, stop. I, that is, but I got to say, that is probably the worst, like, playground fight where Bernie's standing in the middle. One of them's on one side, one's on the other, and they're just yelling back and forth, like, hold me back, Bernie. I'm going to kick his ass. Like, yeah. It's such they're they're both cunts. Well, yeah, one dude was afraid of the other, and the other was glad that the other was afraid. Of, yeah. You know what I mean? Like neither. No, I, I guarantee you, not one person in that room has been in a fight, right? No. And I actually welcome the idea, in theory, of what the senator was saying. I don't know what the fuck his, the his name was, but maybe you do get in a fight. Maybe you do like throw hands. I think in Japan they do that on the Senate floor. They'll fucking throw down, dude. Like I think that that's actually a good idea. 
because we wouldn't have these weak fucking people leading the country. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not saying that it takes a strong, like a, a mentally strong person is necessarily physically strong or physically like gifted at fighting or whatever. They're, they're one and I mean, they're two different things, but yeah. Well, I mean, if you really believe in something, you should be willing to fight over it. At least, you know, spill a tiny bit of blood, you know, catch a knuckle to the eye or something. These dudes are just sitting behind security with guns while they're uh-huh. telling us that we can't have guns by the way and they just want to fucking spit their messages out there man i said we let these dudes fight fuck yeah yeah these a lot of these guys need to be punched in the mouth or at least in a fight to see what it's like before they send you know basically the poors over to fight yeah foreign wars Dare I say some of these women Congress people too, man? I think every fucking person in Congress deserves like some shit. I mean, they they've had a lot of things coming, man, and and they just feel too safe. They feel too safe. I'm not for women abuse or anything, but it's different when you're talking about people like fucking you know Hillary Clinton. You're talking about people like um, parasites, AOC, Bobert. Yeah, well, Lauren Bobert's probably been smacked around, probably choked quite a bit too, but. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, some of these people where it's just like, you know, they, they don't know what it's like to actually experience life. And yeah, man, I, I, I welcome the fights. But dude, the, the fucking guy that was calling him out knew damn well. He just wanted to look tough. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a great clip, though, dude. That's funny. fucking Bernie. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Come on. Hey, you got a question. Huh? Well, and that's the bad thing, too, is when he looks like the logical one. Yeah. That's bad. The ultimate cuck. Like, if there is ever a cuck, it is Bernie Sanders. Yes. Yeah. Don't do this. You don't want to do this. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. You like my comb forward? Mm -hmm. He does have a sick comb forward, though. Yeah. Okay. This has to do with COVID. Um, COVID's coming back, if you didn't know. No. Big deal. It's cool. You mean the flu? Dude, I actually saw a really sad clip where a girl... um, She's like prone to panic attacks and she had what she thought was a panic attack. Had like a numb feeling in her mouth. Let me guess, and, she got uh, tested and the, she had COVID. Well, went to the doctor. Doctor said, You're fine, you're having a panic attack, and she felt really stupid about it. And so she she started having that same thing go on again. And her husband or friend or something was like, Hey, why don't we go to the doctor? And she was like, No, it's just a panic attack. I don't want to make a fool of myself again, blah, blah, blah. And she's filming her face, and dude, her, I mean, she's dead on this side of her face. Her her eye, like, she's opening her eye, and she's, you know, it's, this eye's moving around, this eye's just staring straight forward. It's sad, dude. It's so sad what's what's happening to some of these Sounds people. Sounds like Bell's palsy. Shit. That's Bell's palsy. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was Bell's palsy or Guillain-Barre or whatever the fuck it was, but it was something that she had, and it was very obvious. But, um... You know, she's a rel- relatively attractive girl, not that that makes a difference, but it's just sad when someone that's young and has like a lot of life ahead of them gets fucked like that. Right. You know what I mean? Just by, you know, trying to be a good, a good slave. But, uh, this has to do with, uh, COVID and the DOD here. Uh Oh, the layers of liability protection that exist right now are so profound that it's mind blowing. Do you understand that when you got, well, I don't know if you got the shot when, when someone got the shot, they didn't get it from Pfizer or Moderna. They got it from the DOD. The DOD distributed this. The contract with our federal government requires that to distribute this, the DOD had to ensure that there was uh, absolute immunity. So before we could, if you want to sue someone right now, you're going to have to sue the DOD. Good luck. If you get through them, 
by proving intentionality, which is very difficult without the data, which they continue to hide. Uh, this is why I'm encyclopedic in my knowledge of what occurred, because I've been trying to figure out how to sue these guys, and I have to get the data to prove the intentionality. I will tell you that I think there's a number of claims. I've looked at a RICO claim, which I think I could credibly make. I'll tell you that that claim would cost me 5 to $8 million my cost to litigate. I don't have 5 to $8 million. And if I didn't have 5 to $8 million, I'd risk sanctions because I'd be bringing a case that I couldn't manage. So there, there are mechanisms moving forward. Now, before we get to how to get around this, because, I mean, realistically, if the vaccines are safe and effective, why do they need liability shield? I mean, why do we need 50 layers of liability for something that was so safe and so effective? Why is it that we passed law after law after law way before this whole COVID thing was going down to ensure that this sort of liability protection might be in place? And I'm going to answer this uh, because I want to bring something up that, that hasn't been touched on here. So we have the case in New York. I developed the case. It's against EcoHealth Alliance for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan lab. That case alleges that EcoHealth Alliance uh, worked with the CCP in the Wuhan lab and uh, created, well, this, this nightmare that we've had. Let me ask you something. Does anybody in this room believe that we could transfer the technology necessary to do that sort of genetic engineering that sort of bioweapon development, and I say bioweapon because, remember, dual-use research, under the law, bioweapon, gain of function, two sides of the same coin. Does anybody believe that we transferred that sort of technology to a CCP lab without an okay from the DOD or CIA? I got news for you. They knew exactly what was going on. We have a ton of evidence on this. I'm going to tell you further. I have right here in front of me from a report that we sent to a couple of people here in Congress before the 2022 election. It got about as much response as you guys are getting. Uh, that there was, a, there was a study, Dr. Malone could probably comment on this better than I can, but that study showed that there was a uh, 12 nucleotide sequence uh, that, they, that they found in a Moderna patent, which was a, a perfect uh, reverse match to what we have in SARS-CoV-2. That, that uh, that patent was filed in 2016. Thanks, David Martin, for a lot of his patent research. But the thing that I want to tell you about, according to our case and the data that, and evidence that we've submitted, we believe that this, this disease was actually developed in the mid-20-teens-ish. We don't have a hard date, but around there. Uh, we, we hope that with discovery we'll get a more specific date. Now, I want to share something else, and this is, this is speculative and I was very hesitant to bring this forth, but I'm going to tell you uh, because I have to keep the individual who gave me this data anonymous to protect them. So uh, I have, uh, and if we can put it up, I want to show you what I've got. This is a declaration from me signing because I, I cannot have this whistleblower's name anywhere. I witnessed this whistleblower do this. Uh, I have a separate declaration, which I will not make public. Uh, the, whistle, the whistleblower has brought forth to me, and I'm using whistleblower in a general term, but I have the military records, uh, military medical records from this individual. And uh, they were obtained through, through a court uh, proceeding. I can't say any more than that, but I will tell you that I will testify under oath. I'll put my hand on a Bible and put my license at risk saying that I can uh, confirm that I've done my due diligence on this. 
as I would to present this to the court. Now, it would be challenged under the rules of evidence, I'm sure, but I want to share this, and I'm only sharing this so that you, with subpoena power, can ask a question. Scroll down to the next page, please. Uh, do you see what that, what that says? That blacked out page, which we had to black out because of the fact that it was personally identifiable medical information and also would have the, the person at risk. Do you see the date there? November 14th at Irwin ACH, Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization, Moderna. Five, uh, five different instances. And following this page, you'll see five different instances where this person's medical record, you see at the very top, 2014, at Irwin ACH, Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization by Moderna. Now, I'm not suggesting, well, I guess I am suggesting, that we, maybe we should ask why it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. that this, uh, this soldier was apparently seen five times in 2014 for a COVID-19 immunization. Now, I, again, I don't, I'm not going to go out and tell you that this proves that this was built five, ten years ago or that the timeline was entirely fraud. I'm going to tell you that we ought to look into it. And if we're going to ask questions, we ought to ask real questions. Our DOD and CIA were involved with this. To what extent? How long has this been involved? This was created in a lab in one of the greatest enemies to the United States of America. I'll let you fill in some blanks on the legal implications here. The lies, and remember also, I can't FOIA the DOD. I can't FOIA the CIA. I ain't going to get anywhere with that. You know as well as I do where that's going to go. It's a really interesting thing that the same DOD who I have these records from and who seem to be implicated in numerous other aspects of this and who are willing to take the blame and sign the contracts uh, would have had to sign off on the technology transfers necessary to do this with communist China. I want to ask the question, what's the real history of COVID? You know, uh, the Representative Davidson asked earlier about war Operation Warp Speed. Well, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that timeline wasn't true. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Uh, and cannot say anything other than this is the evidence I have, and this is one small part of it. It's interesting going back over the questions that were asked. You so yeah, that was essentially uh, he he repeats himself a couple of times there, but uh, yeah, man, pretty pretty interesting stuff that we've kind of all speculated on. But it seems like there is some sort of a timeline there. I didn't realize 2010 would potentially be when this thing was started, um, or shortly thereafter, but. 
I mean, you got to think too, the whole warp speed thing. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way that you can roll no. out a vaccine that quick, man. Nope. At all. No. If you look at the numbers, right, the the amount they would have had to produce is astronomical. It's not physically possible. It's similar to like the, the pyramids being built, like the way that we yeah. were told that they were, right? Obviously, there's different implications here, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's sad. And it, it, what's nuts, too, is the the whole thing that he's talking about with the FOIAs for the CIA and the DOD. They're not possible. And, Matt, I heard you laugh when you saw that page of the truth that was being shared there. 90% of that page, 95, maybe even 98% of that page was redacted, blacked out. You saw three lines out of a, you know, 40-line paper. And that's what you get when you when you do get FOIAs, freedom, freedom of information requests and acts and all this shit, right? Um, you get what they're willing to tell you. And in regard to this case, they were willing to tell you 1% of the truth. Maybe. It's kind of shitty. Well, yeah. My take it <clears throat> kind of on it is it goes back to the military always being 20 to 30 years ahead of technology. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Our military, oh, and, and I've said this numerous times it's it's not just technology that they research and develop health. it's health it's pick a topic pick a topic that might interest you and they're going to research and develop it will it go very far some do some don't but they're always going to they're, they're always doing r&d and 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 looking way into the future on different shit so this kind this this news actually broke probably close to a maybe a year ago that the the DOD was behind covid and the vaccine yep. and everything that led up to it. Okay, yeah. Are there different symptoms than the flu? Yes, okay. But are those symptoms different because we're told they're different and we get that placebo effect in our head that oh my god i can't smell i can't taste yes they those symptoms could actually be true and then people were trying to well the 5g got turned on and that it's radiation and this and that you know a lot of people went haywire with 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 their conspiracy theories with a little bit of truth behind what the, what they were trying to prove. However, this is just the common cold, the common flu trying to be weaponized. And why, why did they do it? Why did they do it at that time? I got yeah. two words for you. I, Donald Trump. That's the only reason. That, now, I'm, I'm telling you, that's the only reason. That way they can usher in the mail-in ballots and then now we're like, okay, COVID's over, but, you know, get your shots. They're like the flu shots. You shouldn't get that sick. You're not going to well, die. They're bubbling for you now, too. Right. You can get the flu shot. You can get double barrels. You right. can get the, the flu shot and the COVID. So when he was able to, Trump himself was able to shut down the company or the country or company, however yeah. you want to look at it. Yeah, Freudian it, slip, huh? Yeah, without much pushback because- right. The Patriots were trusting the plan, correct? If it was the opposite, and in 2020, you had Joe Biden trying to lock down the country in an election year, 
it would have been a lot hairier. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the same thing in my so, episode, man. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a very, very different outcome to 2020 if if the role was reversed. And I think, <laughs> as you hate to say it, though, was part of the plan. It was yeah. part of what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Man, not Q so I, but the the hidden government plan. And when you look at this, this topic just fucking pisses me off because everybody kind of fell for it. Even I did to an extent, you know, oh my God, you got to wear a mask. You got to do this. And my thing is now my company, when, when COVID first came out, if you tested positive, you got paid 10 days to stay home. My God, we need to so keep, many people were faking at we Pepsi got, when I worked there. Yeah. We we got to keep the country safe. You you can't kill your grandmother, your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad, yada, yada, yada. Now, oh, you tested positive for COVID? It, I don't care if you had uh, your, your boosters or whatever. Um, if you feel okay, you can stay home. We're not going to pay you just unless you have sick time, whatever. But if, if you feel okay... I, I guess just wear a mask when you're around people and just come in and do your job. Kind of like, oh my God, I got the flu, but I'm one of those super, you know, employees that I'm just going to truck through because I'm going to come in when I'm sick. I'm going to come in when I'm injured. No one's dying anymore from fucking COVID. Like the whole fucking scare was. Yeah. I because will say, never man, that I bad. had, uh, I had something. I don't, I never got tested. I had something in January of 2019. Oh, no, I'm sorry. January of 2020. It was a rough flu. It felt like real bad flu. My uh, my my chest was hurting so bad that my back was hurting. And I thought it was the opposite. I thought that I slept wrong. And I was like, fuck, dude, like my whole torso is messed up because of how bad I slept. And then I ended up getting really sick. And then COVID comes around two months later. And we, we've been told, like, yeah, this shit's been going around for two months. It's like, oh, shit, I might have had COVID there. And, yeah, it was a flu. But about a year later, um, in, like, January or February, I had something that hit me mid-shift at work when I was at Pepsi. And I got so dizzy. And, like, I'm, you know, you know how I feel about COVID. I don't really give a shit if I get it or not. I'm sure, you know, I'll get it again. I don't really care. But I had something that I got so fucking dizzy, dude. And I was sick for a month. And usually when I get the flu, I'm not sick for a month. I do think COVID is something different than the regular common cold and flu. Or is it the the shit that they keep spraying in the fucking air every day? It could be a combination, but they've been spraying this stuff forever. Whatever it is, I had something very unique that time. Um, I actually got really, really lightheaded the other day. Uh, I'm talking... Ah, shit. Uh, Maybe at this point, two weeks ago, super lightheaded. I was watching something for work and um, I was in my room and I got up and I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, Kim was freaking out because I never like get worried about this shit. You know what I mean? I got up and I was like, I'm fucking really lightheaded right now. I went outside. I was walking around outside and then I fucking find out that my sister had COVID and I was over there the day before she got diagnosed. You know what I mean? There's something that it has to do with your fucking brain, dude. I didn't know that she was that she was sick, right? My dad told me two days later or a day later or something that she had COVID and that she was diagnosed. Now, she got over it. She's young. She got right over it. I do firmly believe that COVID is different than the cold and the flu, but it still doesn't merit shutting down a country, making people not work. People will get over it if they get it. That's what the human body does. 
Um, and especially if you've had it once or twice, like you'll be immune to these, these variants. It's bullshit. It's just like flu strains. But, um, yeah, man, I'm telling you, dude, there, there is something to this COVID shit. It's just not worth shutting the country down. It's not worth getting a vaccine for, but it's, it's definitely different than the cold. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a bioweapon. It mm-hmm. was, it was a planned and orchestrated event. And I'll go Fuck back yeah. to, well, I haven't read many books because I'm not the the greatest person mm-hmm. sitting down at reading a book. But if you, I'm 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 going to just say it is on Amazon. It's a little bit more expensive than it used to be, but go out and buy the book Biohazard, and it's all about uh, a Kazakhstan uh, scientist that defected from. Back then, Kazakhstan was part of Russia. Now it's its own country, but he defected here. And, and it takes part in the late Cold War era and how they were develop, developing anthrax and, you know, all these bioweapons to, you know, attack other countries and what have you. A really good read. And, man, it, it just, I don't know. Like, I get where Ryan's coming from, where, where it is different. It is. It is because it was probably manipulated just like how... Uh, you know, you manip- you man- they scientists manipulate the red dye out of a fucking cherry and add a molecule, and now they call it ibuprofen. You, you know what I mean? So they manipulate it in a way, but my thing is they went from everybody's going to fucking die to, well, just get your new booster, and, you know, it's the new flu season, and now now they're trying to make the big scare with RSV. And they're trying to make another big scare uh, with something else. And I can I can either play this or let you go go first, Matt. Uh, it, it, it's up to you if you if you have a clip you want to play before me. It kind of ties my clip kind of ties into what Ryan just played. Go for it. All right. So let me let me do it this. I. Me personally, kind of think this is some fear porn. Um, I don't know. But if it's true, the three of us, it's going to probably tug at our heartstrings. For more, let's bring in doctors Terrence Ferguson and Bernard Hodges, veterinarians and co-stars on National Geographic's Critter Fixers. Doctors, thank you both for being on. I know a lot of pet owners are really concerned right now. So, Dr. Ferguson, let's start with you. What do we know about this illness, and how concerned do you think dog owners need to be right now? Well, definitely right now it's a mystery. You know, um, going through this season, we often have a lot of respiratory disease that we have in dogs. But, you know, Herman, one that we're not quite sure about, kind of, you know, changes things. We have to try to figure out how do we treat these things, how severe they are, or, you know, how they're spreading. Dr. Hodges, uh, this illness can be deadly if left untreated. So what symptoms specifically do dog owners need to keep an eye out for? And what do you do if you start noticing them? So we definitely want to kind of look out for any kind of, you know, excess coughing, like discharge, any, you know, if we start to have a fever, difficulty breathing, any, any nasal discharge or lethargy. And if you see these things, definitely get your animal to a veterinarian because you know, this is a mystery disease, and it could, uh, you know, become fatal. Dr. Ferguson, what do we know about how this disease is spreading? Should dog owners be avoiding kennels and dog parks right now? 
Well, you know, at this point, we're not quite sure because it's still one of those mystery diseases. But if we look back on other illnesses that we have, like some of the influenza viruses that we have, we definitely know they're spread by, you know, direct contact or sneezing. So if it's in an area where you're having an outbreak, I would definitely say probably avoid those, um, having your dog in a kennel or going to the groomer. Those are some of the things you may want to not do right now until we kind of figure this out and uh, get a little bit better control on it. And Dr. Hodges, what are some small everyday things you think pet owners can do to keep our pets healthy? <laughs> so I'm excited to hear these. You know, look at the shape of this fucking guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not believing anything. Straight from the right. homeless shelter. Uh oh, he cut out. Yeah, he did. Vaccinate your your pet. Make sure that, you know, when you take them out... Vaccinate your pets. Go fuck yourself. Pet population that are sneezing and coughing. You know, and just just like with us, make sure that you properly... You make sure that you have... So, like I, I was saying, cutting out a little at the yeah, end there, but did. yeah, we got the uh, got, got the, the point. It's strange. It's fear porn. It's a scam, ghost. Uh-huh. It you is. Know? Like that's where I stand with these things. And, and if it is real, it's a frequency weapon that they're using on the dogs. You know, they're testing some frequency out there, and it is affecting dogs. You know, I don't. I, you're not going to vaccinate your way out of this one, unfortunately. No. But. It, it's another way to push that 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 V word, you know. Oh my oh, god! Absolutely. And, and what what's the, what are the symptoms? Kennel cough, coughing. Yeah, cough. That's it. Cough. I, my I, dog was literally coughing when I got home today. Yeah, Ghost was coughing. I, I, well, and what time of year are we going into? At least up here, we're going into winter. Yeah, you know. We're, and my dog fucking sneezes all the time. Do you know? Is yeah. is she carrying? 28 days later you know <laughs> yeah it's like get the fuck out of here i i hate these things ghost because like you said it it tugs at the the heartstrings here mm-hmm. because anything like like ryan said a million times uh, you know i won't watch a movie if a dog gets hurt or killed <laughs> right. like I can watch people not, die all day but one yeah. dog i'm out no yeah. and, and same thing and 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 uh, it is what it is, but I, I think it's more fear porny than every anything. I think it goes along with them just trying to jab anything they can. They're they're trying to inject as many things as possible and see what the outcome is. Chickens and shit too, right? I mean, oh, they, yeah. they were Absolutely. trying to do that when COVID was a thing, and I, you know, just because cattle Matt and I, yeah, cattle for sure, dude. I mean, like those they're injected constantly, and we're just eating it like idiots. You know what I mean? Um, just because you know matt and i ghosts are like dude fuck this clip it's so important to fucking share that information though and then we can talk about it you said yourself this seems like fear porn to me and and like we always say that too you and i do ghosts like when someone sends us something in and we play it and then we talk shit about the clip it's not talking shit about the idea it's talk it's like sharing it and then talking shit so that we can be like yeah this is bullshit guys mm-hmm. don't fucking believe in the fucking propaganda there if i mean people just listening you look at the doctor on top i wouldn't trust him with fucking anything no you know what i mean this dude's got a half mohawk half fucking uh whatever the fuck um, they, i think they called it afros know, back in the day it, well, it was like a mohawk afro, like a fro. I don't know what fro- that is. I've never seen it. It was like a fro hawk with Jerry Curl in it. By the way, do you know that Chinese people are starting to get their hair like uh, in afros? Are you Have serious? you seen that trend? No. Oh, Dude, it's, oh, it's oh that's cultural appropriation. 
You'd think it would be, but I don't know what it is, but it, it's worse than cultural appropriation. It looks really bad. Um, yeah, man, I, it, it's interesting that they're starting to push this out there to the animals mm-hmm. more, if that is the case. I haven't heard of that, but... I, I wake up every way. day, and even throughout the day, my big dog, Bane, he, he has allergies, okay? He gets goopy stuff in his eyes every now and again. He, he itches. We get well, SARS. Yeah, we, he, <laughs> yeah, he has SARS, and uh, he probably has uh, gonorrhea Dick, because he uh, dick shrinking disease. Yeah, yeah, it's all these things. But you know, we give him the Apoquil. You know, in the summer when it, when it's a little bit more you know unbearable for him. But it, it, they sneeze. Uh, there's dust. Like, come on. Like, this just reminds me of when COVID could get past your pet. Remember that. Oh my God! Right. A lion in a zoo tested positive or for the COVID. Deer. Yeah, wild the deer, deer with COVID. Yeah, it's like that was wild. Shut the fuck up! Like, I think the deer thing was they were trying to stop people from hunting in yeah, a way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, because chronic- that's the healthiest meat you can have. Right, but I mean, deer do in certain areas. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with this, Matt. Up up in your area, the chronic wasting disease (CWD). Okay which is a deer's version of mad cow. Now, it's becoming more rampant because hunting has declined. So when you get a deer population that all these people, especially up here, in, uh, if you go a little bit north of me in, in the Poconos, oh, you can't hunt. There's all these private little communities. The, there's deer everywhere. Now, these deer that are like probably four or five years old, look like they're fucking fawns because there's no new there's no food around they're malnutrition but oh my god you said you 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 can't you can't hunt them because oh my god you can't kill them uh, but we'll we'll let them starve slowly so fucked man chronic sad. wasting disease it's crazy the spreading. fucking yeah, impact it, it, that the government can have on the world not just humans <laughs> right but just the world it can really make like wild animals suffer too oh dude mm-hmm. you this you're you're setting me up perfectly here hey. for my clip nice i dude, did it on check, purpose check this one out this if this isn't from the idiocracy files listen to this the latest biden plan that's <laughs> it looked at this and i was like Wait a second, they have bears? I'm not even surprised at this point. Like, maybe it's early, I don't know, but I saw this and I was like, wait a second, so the Biden administration just has seven just grizzly bears on deck? Apparently, because of some type of nature conservation, they want to release these grizzly bears to Washington State to grow the grizzly bear population, apparently. And the local cattle ranchers and farmers are like, don't do that, bro. They are known for mauling. The quotes in this article <laughs> introducing an apex predator to a new area. Imagine living in this area and being like, yo, the government just dropped a grizzly bear nearby. Like, oh, cool, new fear unlocked. It's like, oh, I've been here my whole life. And just when we got rid of the grizzly bears, they airdrop one in. Look at this plan being pushed by bureaucrats thousands of miles away who don't understand the harm this will cause to local producers seems logical don't listen to the local people totally fine (laughs) so even more interesting is after they literally airdrop these bears in 
is that intentionally or unintentionally killing a grizzly bear comes with heavy fines because it's an endangered species. So it's just mauling your cow and it's like, well, guess this is what it is now. I didn't have on my bingo card, Biden administration drops bear in your neighborhood. When did a grizzly bear become an endangered species? That doesn't surprise me, honestly. It's but it's n- like, you know, what do we need them for? They don't. They don't do really anything, right? Do they? They're death do machines. They, they, they are yeah. killers, apex predators. That's Other than all raccoons, they are. they're at the top. You know they, what I mean? They, they're very dangerous creatures. But dude, I they, saw that, and I'm like, you gotta be shitting me, man! Like, just think about that. Like, your neighborhood, all of a sudden now, when you let your dogs out at night, there might be a grizzly out there, and you, you can't know? kill it. No, you can't kill it because it's endangered and you could actually go to jail if it was going to harm you or your family or, you know, your property. Yeah, fuck that. I'm nuking that fucking thing. Dude. If I fucking. Yeah, well, it's getting killed and then buried in the back, you know, in a hole somewhere and nobody. Yeah, we're eating it. it. We're yeah. eating it for years. I'm going to go out and buy a, ref- a freezer and skin that thing in the middle of the night and we're eating it for years because that's a lot of meat but but my other issue is is with the last point they made is these fucking idiotic bureaucrats that are sitting up on their golden throne making these insane edicts like you were talking about before ghosts about not hunting in certain areas right these people they they oh it's so unethical to kill and you know they're all vegans and this bullshit no but then you have overpopulation overpopulation leads to disease or bringing in more predators and it's just this cycle where it's only going to compound and these morons that are you know leaders so to speak i use that term loosely make these decisions that just fucking make no sense time and time again well i'm going to go on record right now and say the grizzly bear is not endangered whatsoever. I will also go on record and say, why the fuck are you airdropping shit in areas that they don't need to be in? Look at what we did. Uh, I'm trying to think if it was during the Bush administration or the Obama administration. It was it, it, there, there, There's a fine line right in there when they reintroduced, maybe it could have even been Clinton, but they reintroduced the the wolf to Yellowstone. And they're like, oh, it's going to be great. You know, it, they're, they're going to go after the sick young elk and, it, you know, this and that, and it's going to balance out nature. All the farmers are like, and ranchers are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like seriously, now now they're not going after what you you think they're going to go after. They're going after my livestock because they're easy prey. They're called cows. They just stand. They 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 stand there. They walk around. They go moo every now and again, and you know they can't run fast. It's fucking bullshit shit dude right now when you said that for some reason you reminded me of bubbles from trailer park boys when you said they go moo every now and again have you seen that have you seen trailer park boys i love i used to back in the day i used to be able to do a really good bubbles impression i I could buy that i could buy it what do you got here ghost well they went moo every now and again they went moo and that's it the birdie kitties oh you gotta love the kitties We've so, been watching that show again, man. It's so good. It, it is great. So now um, the I, I, I think it's the federal government wants to rename 
birds that are offensive. So this kind of bobtails off of what Matt just played. We're renaming birds to fight racism. The American Ornithological Association is going to rename 80 birds because they were named after people with questionable pasts. The group will prioritize renaming birds whose names trace to enslavers, white supremacists, and robbers of indigenous graves. How do the birds even know? I mean, I've seen a pigeon eat a rock. If you see a bird and you're not sure if the name is offensive, it's better to err on the side of caution and refer to our feathered friend as Sir chirps If we're tackling inappropriate bird names, what about all the birds with sexually explicit names? Woodpecker, blue-footed booby, dick sizzle, red-billed oxpecker, woodcock, bearded tit, bush tit, great tit. I guess when it comes to TNA, it seems pretty clear that birds prefer the T. So they didn't list any actual changes? Not yet. Uh, I... I'm going to see if I can find some racist birds. Yeah. That's hilarious. Racist bird names. I actually heard. Let's see if we can find this announcement on uh, Bob and Tom the, the, the other morning when I was driving into work. And I'm like, they're renaming fucking birds because it's a racist. Like, get the get the fuck out of here. That's like saying you can't say the washington redskins anymore even though the the founder and 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 the person it was designed around was like yeah call us redskins you know and he was a ghost he was a fucking native american you're in trouble because yeah pretty soon you're gonna have to uh rename your your pop being that it is a a coon hound Yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Very, very offensive. <laughs> well, I think it's only offensive to you because you you apply the term coon to something that it isn't. <laughs> Everything's racist, guys. It is. It is. Oh, dude, okay, I've got a slideshow here, guys. Let's see it. I can't wait. Love yeah, this is actually good stuff. Love me some good... Uh... Every, every time I'm like, yeah, my coon hound, Ryan's like, oh, my God, that just sounds so racist. What year? I say, what year is it? When you call him, hound. call him an African American hound. Okay, you'll have to learn the new names for these American birds. And here we go. Start the slideshow. McCown's is now called the thick-billed longspur. Uh, apparently, McCown was a Confederate general. Right. All oh. Right. So. Okay. Racist. <laughs> you racist. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, fucking slave owning cocks. Bachman's Warbler. (laughs) Bachman's Warbler. That does sound kind of racist now that I'm thinking about it. Bachman's Warbler is named for the 19th century minister and social activist. Sounds good, right? Well, even if (laughs) even if we're all good, the bird would be renamed under the American Ornithological Society decision. Uh, But it's also not all good. Uh, Oh, okay. Here we get into the spicy stuff. As the Washington Post reported, John Bachman once stated that, quote, this is not Ryan saying this. This is this guy that the Negro will remain as he is unless his form is changed by an amalgamation, which is revolving, uh, revolting, excuse me, revolting to us that his intellect is greatly inferior to that of the Caucasian and that he is therefore incapable of self-government, that he is the throne to our protection. 
Uh, sounds yeah. like any of our presidents from the 17 or 1800s. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. So should we re- should we rename the great uh, rock band Bachman Turner Overdrive? I mean, I guess, dude. So many things are going to be renamed. <laughs> to be honest, let's see the so next many one. things. This looks like a hawk. Cooper's Hawk. Cooper. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, one of the more familiar North American species that may be renamed is the Cooper's Hawk, named for the 19th century naturalist. Uh, while it's not clear when the changes were will officially t- take place, it's a good time to start thinking about how it might be renamed. Yellow-legged hawk, perhaps. I like how they have suggestions. But what about yellow? That's offensive to Asians. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, we can't use colors. I don't know. It's a pretty-looking bird. Clark's nutcracker. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. Sounds my- like my ex-wife. My balls hurt. <laughs> it's a pretty small bird, white with black wings. Uh, cute critter. Uh, William Clark, one half of the expedition sent by Thomas Jefferson across the eastern end of the territory. I'm familiar with them. Uh, brought by the United States. Uh, I'm sorry, bought by a part of the United States' Louisiana Purchase. Um, later as superintendent of Indian Affairs. Oh, okay, so this was named after Lewis and Clark, and they yeah. want to move that well, because... Yeah, it's because Clark took over the... He basically put a lot of people on reservations. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see the next bird. We've got uh, six more. We'll just run through them quickly here. Townsend Solitaire. This looks like a shit bird. Yeah. I don't he... think that anyone's really going to care. Um, this is after Kirk, uh, John Kirk Townsend. He stole and, uh, skills from native graves to promote yeah. his theory that they were racially inferior. <laughs> he stole fucking skulls. Oh my god! Yeah, Sounds probably like not going to name a bird after that guy. No, but that's, but we yeah, can that's... have skull and bones. We, yeah, we can have skull and bones. Geronimo. So do we do we agree with any of these or do we think that any of these just don't matter? Because like I get what you're saying, Matt. We probably shouldn't name a bird after that guy, but it's already named. Should we go? Yeah, it's like taking down name? a statue after the fact. Leave it up there. It's a learning <laughs> point. Yeah, just don't. You know, maybe maybe you call them something different. The flesh footed shearwater. Looks like a sea eagle. Um, oh no, it's brown. No, it's a brown seagull. Three non uh eponymous species will be renamed that includes the shearwater guess they don't really say why on eight oh eskimo i know why this one's being renamed the eskimo curlew eskimo is uh offensive derogatory yeah it hasn't been since the 1960s according to the u.s fish and wildlife service that thus be extinct but nonetheless it will be renamed it doesn't oh. give very good reasons no. here. And, and if it's extinct, who the fuck cares? That's like calling T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, we have to rename T-Rex because of all the short-armed women out there that can't reach the bottom of the fucking washing machine because they're they're like, oh, I got short arms because I have big boobs. Get the so fuck this out. one gives a reason. Some of these are given decent reasons. Some are not. This uh, Inca dove, uh, the name is North American... Um, endemic species seems to arise from profound confusion of the geographic locations of the historic Inca and Aztec cultures. So based off of the confusion, it's racist. Because people now. are stupid and refuse to read. We're going to change names. Makes right. Sense. Now, love idiocracy, Rye. This is idiocracy at its finest. I'm going to pose a it question. I'm going to pose a question. Are either of you a bird watcher? 
No. Uh, not like a watcher, but I'll sit out on my back porch and listen and see what birds are in the yard. Okay. But I'm not out there glassing by any means. Now, I, I, I do the same. I can see a bird fly by. Do any of you actually know their, their names other than maybe a blue jay or a crow or a Dubs, robin, a, a, a dove, a quail. I got about a I got about a handful, uh, or, or maybe a dozen that I know the names of. Right. You know, like yeah, robins. Like okay. Cardinals. Like yeah. Yeah. The, you know, crows. major major species. You don't you don't get into the Latin names, Matt? No. No, no but I don't care. That, that's yeah, my I'm point. Not like a bird guy. <laughs> right. I just enjoy what what and. Actually, if you want, I got a clip that can tie right into this real quick about how the birds uh, and their frequency actually ties in with plant growth. This one's doing blackface. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's not good. That's the Trudeau of birds. And it's named after Napoleon. Napoleon. It's a white bird with just a black face and black beak that is wild shit uh but my point was no nobody uh, the average person does not know these scientific names and could give a fuck oh there's a little birdie oh well that birdie's shitting all over my shit well that's the thing it's these it's it's educated you know liberals that are sitting here and they're saying well this is named after this that could be offensive to someone Right. I'm going to be known as the guy that changes the name because I'm so sensitive to other races. I'm so woke. That's it's, what it is. It's a new statue it's like to the take land, down. It's like the Land of Lakes butter. You know, right. the, the whole joke <laughs> yeah. is, listen, they they did a great job on that because they removed the Indian off the box, but they left the land. Right. Left the land. You know, it's like, come on, guys. Like, this is, it's gotten to a point of, uh, again, I just keep saying, idi- referencing idiocracy because mm-hmm. it's that ridiculous. Welcome to Costco. I, I love you. I, <laughs> I saw a, um, uh, I know you had a clip that you want to play, Matt, if you wanted to pull it up, but the, the, uh, I saw a Land of Lakes ad that was so fucked up and I tried to save it. And I think that they took it down because there was, you know how on Instagram it allows you to like, comment, and then send. It wouldn't allow comments. And yeah. that's when you know you got something good. And it was literally, it was all white people. And they were taking, it was a Thanksgiving Land of Lakes commercial. Started off with a young toddler. And they were like, I've got the butter for so-and-so. And then like the the slightly older person takes it. And they were all lily white people talking about butter. Land O'Lakes is their favorite brand. I mean, dude, that to me is so much more racist than having an Indian or a Native American, if you want to call it that, on the label. My favorite thing, too, was cutting her knees off and putting it where the butter was because it looked like she was holding her tits. Did you guys ever do that? No. It's the best. Oh, it's the best. I'll, I'll show you the hack here. Um, <laughs> no, I, but no yeah, I didn't. Dude, I, I just know about the Starbucks logo where uh, those things that go up around, that's her legs. Well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be her, her uh, mermaid siren thing, but yeah, well, yeah man. It's uh, If you zoom out, all you're going to see is puss and butthole. <laughs> well, let's see what you got here all right here's this is related to the birds got curious you know why do the birds start chirping an hour before sunrise he found out the chirping of the birds is a frequency that helps open up the plant cell stomata on the bottom of the leaf 
and it lets the plant start breathing in the morning. It helps us the alarm clock or wakes the plant up. He found out that that frequency is found in music, classical music, quite a bit. So he started playing classical music to his cornfield. His neighbors thought, you know, you know, he's a couple fries short of a happy meal, but uh, until his corn grew 15 feet tall. And they said, uh, what channel was that you're playing? <laughs> when he played the music to his squash plants, they produced five squash per leaf instead of one. He played it to his black walnut tree and it grew twice as fast as normal. Called Sonic Bloom. It's a combination of vitamins for the plant and special frequencies to open up the stomata. Mm. I believe in that shit for sure. Did you send for me sure. that a while ago, Matt? I uh, probably, yeah. I, I think I found it like probably a week or two ago. Cause I, and I it's just, it's amazing because it's one of those things where, you know, we've talked a lot about electroculture, mm -hmm. especially on, uh, on Monday Master Debaters with, with Matt Rusky and with Ryan Alexander and, you know, and Nico and all those people. And, you know, you look into it and it gets down to frequency. Yep. And, and plants. Uh, operate at a frequency humans operate at a frequency everything in this realm operates at a frequency and if you can optimize frequency they've shown it to even be able to manage cancer you know that's how powerful frequency can be and it just makes perfect sense that you know i always wondered why do the birds sing in the morning you know it's not like they're they're setting up their day and game planning for the rest of the day no, it's that purpose of one. They're okay, guys, plants, time to wake up. Let's go. Open up. You're gonna get, you know, the dew on you, and we're we're gonna start this day right. And it's kind of that cycle. And it, it's just amazing how such intricate little things make such a big difference in the end. And to hear that, you know, that frequency of classical music would make plants grow doesn't surprise one bit based on, you know, the knowledge of electroculture that we have. No, not at all. I want to play this little clip. Um, well, before you do that, Ghost, can I show you the uh, hack with the Land of Lakes boob thing? Absolutely. It's important. This is this is probably the most important news story we'll have. Boobs, so you'll see the boobs make the world see, go round. It, <laughs> this oh, oh. label. Oh, that's if, right. If you just cut her knees, if you cut a square around her <laughs> knees, put them up there. <laughs> it's like two titties. <laughs> so, so it's like a. Uh, a twelve-year-old's like, "Oh my God, I can masturbate to Land O'Lakes butter." Yeah. yeah, it's like when you fold the dollar bill to say yeah. "Tits of Erica." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, my dad actually told me about this, dude, and because we were crazy. Laughing. I've never seen this. That's I, not I too either. funny. It's literally just her knees, and, and they all—they even look like they have nipples because of the shading. You know, because you mean? could manipulate it and fold it in half in a certain way where she's holding them legitimately. Yeah. Well, what we would do is cut them out like, you know, these guys kind of did it sloppy. But, yeah, we'd cut them around the knee so it was curved and then cut straight up and it would be perfect. I mean, it would look so real, dude. It's so funny you mentioned that because I was talking with my son yesterday about the NFL signal or, or football signal for juggling a pass out of bounds and how we used <laughs> to always laugh because it looks like the ref's, ref is juggling a pair of titties. Yeah. And my son just thought that was the funniest thing ever. And he, now he's watching football games and he's like, when's he going to do it? I got to see this. And he's just going to lose his mind when he actually sees it. That's so funny. Man. <laughs> there, there's it's nothing. Like when a girl has. There's nothing better than, than doing that. Like 
You just yeah. hold brass in your hand, and you're just like. It's a very oh. happy feeling. Very. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. You can't nothing. do it with a frown. No. Yeah. I, I challenge you. I challenge you to make that gesture and be pissed off. Boobs make or the world Mickey go Mouse steered. Mickey Mouse eared is fun when they just set their boobs right here on top of your head like that. <laughs> and then also, I don't know if you've ever heard of like the term when a girl has arthritis. Have you heard of that? No. Because when you have arthritis, it makes your hand go like that, right? So like she's got arthritis. <laughs> just, okay. when, it, when a girl has arthritis, she's got big old titties. <laughs> yeah, oh, it man. makes your hands want to just cup them. I got it. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a stupid joke. Stupid early 2000s joke. But yeah, sorry, guys. What were you going to play? That's uh, That was a fun tangent, though. Uh, Boobs are always good on Contier. Oh, my God. Now I... Oh, I wanted to play this uh, this metal shit. This kind of flies up uh, Matt's alley a little bit. It's interesting. This device right here has sent me down the deepest rabbit hole. And that's because this is a source of free energy that has a very mysterious history and could be linked to UFOs. But for several years now, a small group of scientists here has been investigating a strange new space-age metal, a nickel-titanium alloy called nitinol. In cold water, nitinol turns soft. Bend it and it stays bent, but in hot water it springs back with forces as high as 55 tons a square inch. Hmm. No one knows quite why this happens. Several years ago, McDonnell Douglas began experimenting with nitinol in the form of springs. At room temperature, the nitinol wire springs bend easily, but in warm water they spring back, thus forcing the wheel around. Even stranger, nitinol wires get stronger the more they're used. They develop a double memory. They not only contract in the warm water, but they begin to stretch of their own accord in the cool water. Nitinol can be trained. And then there's this document that was written from the Battelle Memorial Institute to the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio in 1949. And of course, the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is known for allegedly storing the crashed UFO that happened in Roswell in 1947, which was just two years before this contract was written. And in this document, they're talking about the different alloys that they're testing, and they're giving a progress report on those tests. And at this time, Nightnall went by a different name. And a lot of the serious UFO researchers believe that the Battelle Memorial Institute was the organization that was given the contract to examine and test all the metals that were retrieved from the Roswell crash. And one more interesting thing about Battelle is that they are the same organization that invented coding and metals that were used on spy planes that were then later used on the U-2 and the SR-71. I like them. That's interesting, man. There's all sorts of stories like that out there. You know, it reminds me of the whole Avengers idea of vibranium, Mm -hmm. right? That there's these alloys out there or these precious metals that can really change humanity if used in the right uh, means. Have you heard of that? before that particular one not that specific one no no me neither that's interesting no i i stumbled across it and i was just like oh shit you know this this it's interesting because the way it would contract and expand i mean and it it, from the sound of it with just a simple water source you would have electricity so again it's one of these things that you're not going to hear a lot about it if it has the potential to mess with the oil industry correct and and which makes you you laugh because you see, you know, I saw a, a thing that New York State finally shot down any notion of using electric plows 
uh, in their fleet because it's just so moronic, you know, <laughs> this whole concept of electric and and forcing everyone to it when in reality and over history we've seen people that have uh, created water combustion engines. They've been able to create different engines that don't necessarily operate on petroleum and they usually end up dead. Yes. So or cop copper utensils. Yep. The one that was real interesting was that whole thing in uh I think it was New York that shooting where that that Buffalo like, we have Buffalo where it's like I wonder if that guy really was. I know that he had the YouTube videos and I watched videos of him talking with like other because you know how and, and there's nothing wrong with this. It it sounds fucked up to say, but you know how like black entrepreneurs like to prop each other up right which i fucking totally understand the way they've been fucked by the the government right but like black people like to interview other black people that are doing good shit and i saw it on some some black channel which again sounds fucked up but that's just what it was like you know these dudes were sitting there talking and and it was fucking brilliant what the dude came up with but i mean if if this is the the real story but it's interesting man it's just I wonder what the whole obsession with keeping us on the the oil and the petroleum. I wonder what that obsession is because there's so many other ways to make money. It, oh, absolutely! There's not, like they dinosaurs they turn, died. <laughs> they turn. <laughs> I mean, they could just make like they can they can find some other system that you know you wouldn't have this whole idea of the global warming and the fossil fuels fucking up the environment, and you could make all of your dumb people happy without you know and you can find other ways to charge man i just don't i really don't understand the the petroleum thing at all makes but, well whatever. and that's a gold mine now because it, again you know counter to when it initially started and they were just using it for fuel now you get all the offshoots uh, right right close yeah and all the mm-hmm. the feeder you know all the right. runoff Medicine, is now used yeah. in other products so you're you're using the bottom of the barrel in in daily products for you know you and i well the medical industrial complex probably wouldn't exist without oil no correct absolutely not so yeah that makes sense now now all we got to do is talk it out here and now it makes sense <laughs> let's get into something funny uh matt you 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 referenced uh xi jinping going to san francisco in the beginning after President Biden's successful meeting with China's President Xi Jinping, reporters asked Biden if he still believed that she was a dictator. And I don't know if Biden was supposed to say yes, because look at this reaction from Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Did you still refer to President Xi as a dictator to confirm uh, that you used earlier this year? Well, look, she is. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the same face I make when my uncle starts a story by mentioning the race of the waitress. And it's actually the same. It's actually the same. It's actually the same face I made when I heard Biden say this about LL Cool J. LLJ Cool J. By the way, that boy's got. That man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. Sorry, son. LLJ Cool J? I think the second J stands for Jesus. 
Insiders are concerned that President Biden's chances for re-election could be damaged by his unwavering support for Israel. But I think the bigger problem for Biden is that he is six years older than Israel. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was is my he really six years older than Israel. <laughs> he could be. Yeah. But 48 is when it came about. Yep. Yeah. Dude. If yeah. that's a real thing, when was this fucking dude born? <laughs> yeah, because if he's 42, he's 81. Let's see. Holy shit. Yeah, 42, man. Uh-huh. That's a problem. You think? Alive during World War II. That's a fucking problem. Well, he man. was probably. Yeah, and that, that puts it into perspective, though. You can say someone is 82 years old and it doesn't hit as different as like, like, the, like one of my favorite Mormon jokes. And, you know, I, I support my Mormons. Ghost does not. But uh, where it's like you have a religion that hasn't been around as, as long as baseball has. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that puts it into perspective. Um. The Israel thing really does put it into perspective, man. Because you do think of Israel for some reason, like the layman person is going to think of that being like an ancient country. Because uh-huh. obviously, you know, the empire's been around, right? But I don't know, dude. That's why. <laughs> That's really, really interesting to me. Um, I say we wrap up here shortly. I've got a funny clip. Um, I, I don't know. You know, we talk about food a lot here. Oh. And I've shown this guy before. This isn't going to excite you, Ghost. It's... uh. One of my favorite food oh, is pages, this like not because it looks squirting like squirting pickled pussy pussy shots in your face. <laughs> no, this is Barfly, and I love this guy's work. I don't know if I've shown you guys before. I think I've shown you ghosts. Um, what this guy does, he goes around to hotels and he makes like gourmet meals in the oh, bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen this, Matt? Yes. Okay. He's great. Yeah, I think it's fucking fascinating. I love this stuff. Um, let's see if I can pull up just a good one real quick here just before we get out of here. Um, we'll do the, uh, we got this, uh, maybe this whole bathroom fried chicken. We'll do this. Um, that seems like a good one here. Here we go. Fried chicken. I mean, fried chicken in a bathroom. Makes it in the sink. A trash can is a hot pot. Was that vegetable? The food turns out looking okay most of the time, but it's like I was, I've thrown up in hotel sinks before. Red net How many people have fucked on that counter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's been trapping the shape. How many times has a woman been up there, spread legged, getting getting fucking fucked and farted and and maybe sharted on that fucking counter? Yeah. I don't know how many people shart when they're fucking, but I mean, yeah, dude, this guy's uh, this guy's just eating it, man. He makes some really good-looking food, but it's in a bathroom at a hotel. My favorite was the French onion soup, but it's gnarly. I mean, cooking it in the sink. I mean, this dude's probably been in prison before. I just think he's got such a fascinating page. I like to shout him out every now and then. Can you uh, show something Barfly more 7, funny? 7, 7, 7, 7. <laughs> show something more funny? Yeah, like that. That almost kind of hey, like I got. I got one for me. you, Ghost. Like, 
Yeah, no, those aren't those aren't funny. It's just I think it's a it's an interesting concept. Before we go, I got and I've been saving this just for cunt because they made an AIDS memorial. And check this out. Nine-foot sculpture planned for a Palm Springs park meant to remember lives lost to HIV and AIDS. But the design doesn't resonate with everyone. In fact, some call it inappropriate. And the committee in charge says they are now listening. It's the proposed AIDS memorial sculpture, raising hundreds of thousands of dollars in the community and stirring up controversy over its shape. The round limestone statue with concentric carved circles meant to represent the diverse community impacted by AIDS. It's eye level opening, signifying connection, reflection and hope. But it's not seen by everyone that way. Some saying... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) There's no. It's a bottle. That's a fucking bottle. One once puckered. That's a good idea. One stretched. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Out of all the things you could make for an AIDS memorial, you make an asshole. (laughs) That's the thing, man. I that that can't be an accident. That's got to be someone was like, let's make it an asshole, and but let's try and make it abstract. Dude, it's not very abstract. It's just, it's mind-blowing. I, I couldn't believe that when I saw that, and I'm like, that's so cunt-worthy. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that here. It's uh, it's an honor. But uh, I say we get in a cunt of the week, man. Play the music. Oh, you, you want to hear you you want to hear the music? Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are Oh, yeah, you got to do the dance. That's the cunt dance. Yeah, man, I think uh, I think that the the bean of the week should go first. Absolutely. Oh, so many choices. We uh, talked about a lot of cuts. I'm gonna have to go with our friend, the Princeton professor, uh, the zoophilia bestiality guy. I mean, again, oh, still like like you said, that's a, a close second to uh, messing with children. You don't mess with animals. Yeah. yeah. That Princeton professor. Yeah. Haven't these people seen Don't Fuck With Cats, the documentary? People literally went on a worldwide manhunt just because this dude was slightly abusive to a cat on a computer. He didn't even kill the cat, I don't think. No. Just kind of mean to the cat. But, yeah, scumbag. Go ahead, Ghost. I'm going to say Bernie Sanders because he can't keep a meeting in control. Eh, Come on, come on, come on. uh, eh, eh. He was the logical one there. But he's still a cunt. Because he brought he brought that witness. And 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 he that did. witness was like, I'm gonna fight you anytime, anywhere. Well okay. Well the guy's like, hey, anytime. They should have well, just circled it up right now. there. They Let's go. They should have squared up. Fuck yeah. Like, uh, like up, back in the day, tie. I forget who it was, but there was a, a very massive beating on the Senate floor back in the day. I think it should happen, man. I think it honestly should happen. We'd weed out some of these weak people, man. There's no way, like, there's no way Bernie Sanders is able to fight. You know no. what I mean? Even if it's against someone like Donald Trump, and I'm not saying Donald Trump sh- like could throw hands, but I I kind of think Donald good, Trump would actually fuck up he's, Bernie Sanders. He's got good hips. He just hip checks him. He's like, oh bitch, he can throw an arm bar like a motherfucker. I bet. But um, we you know we mentioned uh, I always like to throw the government in there whenever we can. Uh, we talked about the San Francisco homeless population. I'll say the uh, you know California government, like the state government there, 
uh, everyone involved in California politics. You are the collective cunt of the week for myself. Wow. That's it. Mic drop. You're really going to throw California under the bus like that. I know it's not, it's not common for the show here. Oh my God. It's such a beautiful state. Everything that they represent is like wholesome family oriented. Soon it's going to be the communist Republic of California. Be ready. Are they going to change that name? They might, you know, when they get sold to China officially, I think they might, you know, have some name change. I wouldn't be surprised, man. It'd be them or New York that would do it first. And Texas will follow a lot quicker than the Texans would want to think, man, because Texas is becoming fucking California real quick. Absolutely. Um, Fun show, though, guys. I mean, I appreciated this one. This was a nice one, a little longer than normal, but we expected that because it's the 69th. 69, um, you got to wine and dine. Matt, you got anything uh, that you want to tell people before we get out of here? No, dude, just keep keep doing what you're doing, Ghost. I love this show. <laughs> this is this is an honor for me to be on here, my man. I've been I listen to every single one, so thank you guys. Well, thank, thank you. you for not falling asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> catalyst. I don't don't be a catalyst. <laughs> No, man. Uh, Ghost, you got anything before we get out? All I'm going to say is, wow. Thank you, Matt. Uh, it was honestly, you say it's an honor to come on here. It's an honor to have you as being of the week um, doing this show. Same with Ryan. And wow. You know, it, it it's great. 69. I mean, holy hell. We had our noses in buttholes eating cunts. And on that note, we'll see you next Tuesday. Forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.